0: It never ceases to amaze me that there are individuals, there are believers that attend church services week after week, service after service, with a faith and a confidence in their heart of the very words that we just sang, that there is a way maker, that there is, in fact, a worker of miracles. Yet, these same religious people that attend these services week after week, often and too often, leave in the very same spiritual condition that they arrived in when service began. It is a shame that we could, that I could be in the presence of a way maker and leave without a way being made in my own situation. It is a shame that I could sit in the presence of a living God, a miracle working God with desperate and very real need in my life and yet leave with that need being unmoved and that need being unmet. It is a shame and I certainly don't mean to offend anybody, but I do intend to provoke you in the Holy Ghost this morning that i could come into the presence of a spirit in filling god of the god who's uh, who fills the universe with his presence but yet desires uh, to fill my heart and my life individually uh, and personally with his spirit that i could sit in a church service that this god is present at and uh, yet i could leave empty I could leave unfilled. And there are people here this morning I feel in my spirit. I felt it late last night. I feel it throughout this morning. There are multiple individuals in this room here today that you need a filling, a refreshing, a infilling, a refilling with the power of the Spirit. You have been coming around for a little while. You've been here worshiping for a little while. And I understand today that we are at all different stages in our walk with God. But the fact is that you're here because you have some level of faith in God. I understand there might be a young person or two that your mama dragged you by your ear to church. And you're not here because you have faith in God. You're here because you had to come. I'm I'm not asking you to lift your hand if that's the case but can I tell you even for you if you're here God is so great and so powerful and awesome that even if you're here look for some other reason God through his word can adjust your focus and your desire and your expectation and before you leave this place you can receive what you need. I can prove that to you scripturally. The Bible says that there was a lame man that looked at the two apostles, and he looked at them for some money. He asked of them for alms. He looked at them, and he asked if they could give him a donation. He had one desire, but Simon Peter said, silver and gold, have I none? I don't really have. I got a candy wrapper in my pocket, but that's about it. Silver and gold, have I none? In other words, I don't have what you came here for, but I do have have what you need and you may not even realize that you need it yet but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth rise up and walk. So I've come to preach to you today whether you know what you're looking for or not. Uh, Jesus has your answer in this room today. Uh, whether you know what you're seeking or not, uh, the answer is in this place right here and right now. This, this thing called Pentecost, it was birthed in a place, in a position, in a story. Where believers, everybody say believers. believers. Believers, people with faith in God, people who had followed Jesus, believers that were not satisfied. They had received the words of Jesus. They had received the command to go and tarry. They, they, they were told to go and pray and, and, and to wait for the promise of the Father. And so it's important for us to understand in our walk with God and in our continued experience with God that this very thing that we're a part of this morning, this Pentecostal experience, it began with a group of people that already had faith. That already had a level of experience. That already had a level of desire and hunger. But this same group of people were willing to pursue more of God. I'm not sure that everyone heard me this morning. Uh, This thing began with a fire of desire and hunger for more. Uh, This thing was birthed by a group of people that had experienced Jesus firsthand. Uh, But they said, we'll go ahead and go and tarry in Jerusalem uh, because we believe that what God has in store uh, is greater than what we have already partaken, uh, what we've already tasted up." can I tell you that that desire and that hunger has been a part of the true Pentecostal experience ever since the book of Acts chapter 2 and it is alive and well in this place this morning there is somebody in this room that while we live in a different area, era, excuse me we live in a different millennia we still possess that same desire of those early church believers that says God I thank you that you've Let me walk with you for some time. Uh, But if you're willing to do more, uh, I'm ready. Uh, If you're willing to give more, uh, I'm hungry. Uh, If you're willing to baptize us again, uh, we want it. Come on, if you want a fresh baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire this morning, you ought to take just a second, you ought to clap your hands, Uh, you ought to lift your voice, and you ought to tell Jesus right now, Lord, I want your presence. Come on, lift up your voice for just a minute. God, I want your presence. Uh, I want your spirit. Uh, God, we desire more of you. Come on, somebody lift up your voice for just a minute. Uh, I feel the Holy Ghost here right now. I feel the Holy Ghost here right now. What, what a shame for something that began in the fire to die in the smoke. Uh, what a shame for something that was birthed in the fire to die in the smoke. Uh, I'm preaching to believers all across this room uh, of every level of faith uh, that God wants you today to renew a hunger and a desire in your heart uh, for more of Him. We got too many people satisfied in church. Is that all right? We got too many people satisfied in church. We got too many people spiritually fat and happy. I said spiritually. We got too many people spiritually fat and happy in church. I'm good with what I've got. I'm good with where I've been. I'm all right. And I really don't need a a whole lot more of God. We got too many people that come to church without the Holy Ghost. uh, And they're all right if they get it. And they're all right if they don't. Uh, Can I tell you, God, uh, throughout the New Testament, Jesus Christ uh, and throughout this New Testament church, uh, Jesus Christ has consistently uh, moved for people uh, that were willing to press beyond the norm, uh, willing to push beyond the usual, willing to come out. of complacency uh, and say Lord I want more of you Uh, I want more of your presence Uh, I want more of your spirit Uh, I want more of your power you can stay standing be seated whatever you want I'm gonna preach a little while if that's all right Uh, there, there there are there are too many people satisfied Everybody in this room, you are in a pursuit of some kind. Everybody in this room is after something of some kind. We live We live in the United States of America, where the entire American dream mentality is wrapped up in the pursuit of more. Our entire American dream mindset is is an idea that is that is entangled in this pursuit of more and typically obviously it 's more things that this world has to offer. It's, it's typically, for the average American, it's a pursuit of more things, more stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Earthly things, right. physical things, fleshly things. Yeah. And, and many here today, whether you realize it or not, you have caught up. We have been sucked up into that pursuit. Yeah. But yet there's this man in Scripture by the name of the Apostle Paul. And, and, and part of his ministry objective was to cause us to realize that we are to live after the the spirit and not after the flesh that we are to live after heavenly things and we are not to live after earthly things. That we are to be in pursuit of things spiritual and not in pursuit of things uh, fleshly. It was uh, part of his constant uh, 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 reminding to us that uh, that we walk in the flesh, but, but we, we don't, our fight is not in the flesh. We don't war after the flesh. Uh, that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty through God uh, to the pulling down of strongholds. Uh, it was the Apostle Paul who let us know that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, uh, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness and high places and all of these things. Uh, it was the Apostle Paul that was trying to uh, consistently adjust uh, our eyes to see things uh, spiritual and not things earthly. Uh, and, and yet the pull of the flesh, the default of my flesh, uh, is that I naturally bend towards the things that are temporal. I naturally bend towards the things of this earth towards the things that are going to be burned up and so everyone in this room is most likely in a pursuit of some sort and it is our job today God is calling us today to examine ourselves and to look at our heart where are your pursuits where do your passions lie what are you pursuing in this life what are you after for some it's more money for some it's a it's an upgrade on the job whether at the current job or a New job. Uh, for some, it's an upgraded house, an upgraded car, upgraded uh, clothes, upgraded things, upgraded uh, status uh, socially. We're uh, after more. We we fear that that, that somebody else is going to get ahead of us. That somebody's going to going to advance beyond us. And so there's this rat race, this constant pursuit of more. And I I've come to preach very simply to you today, and just uh, ask you a question. I wonder. I, I, I wonder. I wonder. I wonder what God could do uh, if we could. Turn that desire and that pursuit from things earthly to things heavenly for a few minutes this morning I wonder, I'm not naive enough to think that we could just preach a message, flip a switch and it would be forever turned towards things spiritual but I wonder if for the next few minutes of this service what kind of miracle power God could release in this room if a whole bunch of you could just make up in your mind you know what, right now more than anything else uh, I am after the things of the spirit Uh, right now more than anything else uh, I am focused on something uh, that is not temporal but something that is internal Uh, and God I want more of you somebody lift up your voice to the Lord right now Come on, somebody lift up your voice right now. I don't care if you clap your hands or lift your hands, uh, but you ought to get your voice engaged right now. Lift up your voice. Uh, if you know you need something from God right now, you ought to lift up your voice. Uh, you ought to lift up your voice and say, Lord, I'm hungry uh, for you today. Uh, God, I want more of you today. Uh, I wonder what God could do in this place this morning uh, if we recognize fresh and new uh, that his knowledge is limitless, uh, that his treasures are endless, uh, that his word uh, is boundless. I wonder what God could do in this place this morning uh, if we could understand fresh and new uh, that his mercy is truly everlasting. Uh, I wonder what God could do in this place this morning if we could realize uh, for just a second uh, that, that I'm after things of this earth Uh, that there is an end to what I can receive Uh, but yet I'm in the presence this morning of a living God Uh, and there is no end uh, to his mercy Uh, there is no end uh, to his love Uh, his blessings are measureless this morning Uh, and it is that God who is in this place oh somebody go after him for just a minute right where you're at Uh, come on somebody go after him for just a minute right where you're at Ah, Hallelujah. You just keep going after God. This may be unique to some of you, uh, but that's all right. We're right where God wants us to be right now. I, I, I'm telling you, the Apostle Paul, if he were here today, he would remind us, uh, God has more for you. Uh, don't be satisfied. Uh, don't, don't be content uh, with what you have in the spirit. I feel like I just need to camp here for a little while longer. I'm sorry if I'm wearing anybody out, but we got people that you're working and you're saving. You're trying to be a good steward of your finances because you got your eyes on this new set of wheels. But yet you'll come into the house of God and sit there like a bump on a dill pickle. can You can get a new car, but I got news for you. In Georgia, it's gonna get covered in pollen just like the old one. Uh, Somebody might ding you at the stoplight uh, and mess it up just like your last one. Uh, It's corruptible, Uh, it is temporal, Uh, but I'm preaching that there is a power of God uh, and there is a blessing of God uh, that is boundless. Uh, It is limitless uh, and it is available in this place today. it's here right now it's here right now oh yes it is uh, oh yes it is uh, it's in this place it was believers everybody shout bel- if you're praying you just keep right on praying you're not bothering me you're helping me everybody shout believers It was believers that the Apostle Paul came upon in Acts chapter 19. Uh, They were people with faith in God. Uh, They had had some level of experience with God. He came upon these believers. uh, And to a group of believers, uh, he asked a very uh, politically incorrect question for for our religious world today. See, today it's like, I mean, if you're a believer, we're just... Supposed to, you're a believer oh man I'm a believer too alright alright good good oh you you love Jesus I love Jesus too okay okay alright Paul was politically incorrect Paul, Paul, Paul would have made a lot of people uncomfortable in, in 2018 probably like I'm making some of you right now by walking these aisles some of you are going oh Lord don't let him don't let him use me he would have made a lot of people uncomfortable because he came upon these believers uh, and, and his question to them uh, he, he didn't ask about the weather he didn't ask hey how's the kids doing he didn't ask hey, hey show me the picture no, no no he said he said have you received the holy ghost since you believed since you believed in other words believing and receiving are two distinct things. That is so simple, but in today's religious climate, it is profound. Believing and receiving are two separate and distinct things. Let me say this as simply as I can. If you're going to receive... You have to believe. But it is possible to believe and not receive. And the reason I'm preaching the way I'm preaching today is because the Holy Ghost been dealing with me for the last 24 hours that we've got a bunch of believers that need to become receivers. I wish I could preach this message all over Atlanta. We got too many believers uh, that need to become receivers. Uh, They need to move out of Sunday morning kind of church uh, and say, Lord, I want it more than just to show up at church, uh, but I want to receive what you have for me. Uh, I want to have what you have available to me. Somebody ought to clap your hands. You ought to lift your voice right now. He said, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you? Believed. In other words, believing is not the pinnacle. It's not the apex. It is not the end game. There are too many in the religious world today that are telling you if you have faith in God, that is enough. You just believe in God and you're saved. You believe in God and that is enough. You have confidence in God and that is enough. To, and absolutely ignore much of the New Testament. In fact, in the New Test, we, we have rebuilt. Branded, and we have re- redefined the word believe in modern Christianity right on. Right on. to where there is some form of believing that does not involve action. Can I tell you in the New Testament church uh, there is no form of believing that does, is not followed by an action. Believing in the New Testament and in the New Testament church is an action word. And all, I challenge you right now. I challenge you. Uh, if, if when you go home, I want if, if you're uncertain about this, uh, I want you to do a search. You can go. You can go on. There's all kinds of online Bible study resources. Uh, one that I recommend often. It's called BlueLetterBible.org or .com. I'm not sure. One of the two. Uh, BlueLetterBible. If you don't have a, 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 a electronic Bible on your uh, on your computer or your tablet, th- there's one that will help you. Search the word believed or. Bel- Believe or they believe. Search that phrase in the New Testament and just see how it plays out. Put yourself on a little Bible study. I promise you, every time you see it used in the New Testament church, uh, in the history of the New Testament church, uh, every time you see it used uh, in the Gospels, there is an action that is accompanied uh, with that faith, uh, with that believing. Uh, That's why the Bible says faith without works is Faith without works is dead. In other words, it is not enough just to show up at church, uh, occupy a few inches of space on a chair, uh, and say, I have a faith in my heart for God. Uh, That doesn't do you much uh, if you stop there. Uh, And so like the Apostle Paul, I'm here to challenge and provoke somebody this morning uh, and thank God that you believe, uh, but have you received since you uh, believed? I, I wish you'd just slap your neighbor on the shoulder, and say it's time to not just be a believer, it's time to be a receiver. Come on, pat somebody on the shoulder, and tell them it's time to be a receiver. you hear me God wants somebody to receive today uh, now hold up uh, hold up some of you just checked out uh, you thought okay well he started out preaching to the church folk now he's preaching to people that need the Holy Ghost uh, for the very first time no 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 I'm preaching to everybody in this room uh, because we got people that have never received uh, that need to receive today uh, and we got people that received a long time ago uh, and you got cold and stale in your spirit uh, and you need to be renewed in the Holy Ghost today uh, you need to get a Fresh fire to fall on you today. Come on, if somebody's hungry for it, you ought to clap your hands uh, and you ought to lift up a voice, a shout of hunger and desire heavenward. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Come on, God wants to make somebody a receiver uh, today. Uh, You've been a believer for a long time, uh, but it's time to take another step. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Somebody ought to just worship him. Somebody ought to just praise him. You ought to take you about a 20 second praise break right in your pew right now and say, Lord, I'm hungry for all that you have for me. Woo! you got to get honest about where you are spiritually if you're going to be a receiver. you got to get honest about your spiritual condition if you're going to be a receiver. Pride will keep you from receiving all that God has for you. Pride will keep you glued to your seat. Pride will get you to walk out the doors without ever seeking God try to lock you down in complacency in a place of ease in Zion? Oh, yes, it will. Oh, yes, it will. So Paul said, "If you received since you believed? And they answered him, and they said, we have not so much as heard whether there even be any Holy Ghost. You gotta get honest. We got too many religious people that are real sure of themselves. They would have answered Paul by saying something like, no, no, yeah, we're, I've got everything I need in God. I'm, I'm happy. God's blessed me. I got the Spirit. I, I yeah, I, I've got it. I've got it. Just, whatever question you're going to ask. They're going to shut it down. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've talked to them. I, I've talked to probably thousands of them easily over the years. Uh, I, I've got yeah. I'm good. I'm I, I've, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I thank God. God blesses me every day. That's not what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, I, I thank God. God. Oh, God's been so good to me. He's answered prayers. I thank God for what he's done. That's not what I'm asking. Have you received since you believed? And because they were willing to get honest, thank God pride didn't stand in their way or we'd lose this tremendous narrative in Acts chapter 19. They said, we're not even sure about this. Uh, we're not even sure. In other words, we didn't even know that the Holy Ghost had been given yet. So he backed up and he dealt with where their faith was. He said, what have you given your faith then to? They said, unto John's baptism. In other words, we, we, we've we come as far as what John was preaching, that's all we know. Well, John preached a message of repentance, saying to the people, the scripture says, that they should believe on him which has come after him, that is on Christ Jesus. John said, there's one coming after me, he's mightier than I. I'm not even worthy to tie his shoes. He's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. That's what he said. He's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. John preached that you ought to believe on the one that's coming after him. I feel the Holy Ghost right now in this place. My, my, my. Is it all right to have a Holy Ghost breakthrough in the first service? Is that okay? Okay. Is it all right to just have a breakthrough in the spirit in the 9 a.m. hour? Is that all right? Uh, Are y'all awake enough for this? Is it okay just to go ahead uh, and let the Holy Ghost do what he wants to do in this place? I'm preaching to people that just like these believers, uh, you've been through John's baptism. uh, You have repented of your sins. There is people in this room, uh, you have repented of your sins. You've asked God to forgive you uh, of your sin. And that felt pretty good. That felt pretty good to be able to say, Lord, I'm sorry for my sin. Lord, forgive me of my sin. There's something, there's something powerful about confession. When you repent of your sins, there's something powerful that happens. It feels good to confess. It's like when you've been hiding something for a long time, and you've been wanting to tell it, you've been needing to get it off your chest, and you finally just confess it, get off There's something that feels good about it. And you've repented, and it feels good. But God doesn't want you to stop there. God doesn't want you to stop there. Don't stop at... Re- You're only halfway there. You're only halfway there. I don't like halfway. I don't, I don't want to eat half of my meal. I want to eat the whole meal. I don't want to eat half of the steak. I want the whole thing. My, my wife's always wanting to split food. we're going to mess with marriages now. She's always wanting to split food. Well, I mean, you know my wife. I mean, she's like that big. She might can split food, but I got to eat a little more than two ounces, you know? Some of y'all men are going, amen. Keep preaching on that. That's the most Holy Ghost you felt all morning right there. I don't want half my... Now, I might need to start splitting my food because my four-year-old daughter told me the other day, she said, Daddy, you're getting soft. (laughs) Uh, Out of the mouth of babes. So I rebuked her in Jesus' name. No, I didn't. I don't want to go halfway. I don't want half of what God has for me. Why would I be satisfied with half uh, When God uh, His power is available In a limitless measure uh, And so they said uh, These people who had been baptized To John's baptism uh, They they realized their need And in the very next verse It says that they were baptized uh, That the apostle baptized them Do you know some of you Have given your faith already To the power of God uh, To the moving of his spirit uh, But you have yet to receive all that God has for you Uh, I'm telling you today's a day to take another step Uh, God has more for you Uh, God has more for you Uh, I know you're religious Uh, I know you've got faith in God Uh, but I wish somebody would have a hunger and a desire like these disciples in Acts 19 Uh, and say I thank God for what he's done uh, but I am not satisfied I want more And they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hey, uh, if you've never been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus, uh, you can have faith in your heart, uh, but it is time to go from being a believer to being a receiver. Uh, You can receive the remission of sins, uh, the washing away of your sins in waters of baptism today. And when Paul laid his hands upon them, When Paul laid his hands upon them. I thank God for the body of Christ. I thank God for the body of Christ. These believers could have said, you know what? I don't need you. I don't need you. I've got my own faith in God. I I got my I got my Bible. I don't need you. You need the body of Christ. You need the church. I know. I know I'm preaching to the choir essentially because you're the ones who showed up at nine AM. But you need the church. Sometimes you need somebody to lay hands on you. Some the laying on of hands is biblical sometimes you need somebody to lay hands on you Uh, there are some prayers I can pray for myself uh, but I thank God for an apostle Paul uh, who's a little bit further down the road than those disciples were uh, who had experienced a little more than those disciples had Uh, I thank God for an apostle Paul uh, that can lay hands uh, and say in the name of Jesus Uh, and the Bible says when he laid his hands on them uh, the Holy Ghost came on them uh, and they began to speak with the the tongues. Uh, I'm telling you this morning, uh, God wants somebody uh, to leave here a tongue talker. Uh, God wants somebody to leave here uh, a Holy Ghost receiver. Uh, If you believe that, you ought to clap your hands and you ought to lift your voice. Come on, if you're hungry for that, you ought to clap your hands and you ought to lift your voice right now. I'm preaching to people right now that you've already received it, but you need to get a fresh dose of the Holy Ghost. I'm preaching to people this morning, you've already talked in tongues, but you need a renewing of the Spirit. You're a believer and you've been a receiver, and it's time to receive all over again. I'm preaching to people this morning that you believe, but you've never received. And before you leave this place, God can fill you with the greatest gift you could ever ever receive on planet earth it's better than a new house a new car a new bank account it is the gift of the holy ghost and it's god's gift for every believer in this room come on if you're a believer you ought to stand to your feet you ought to clap your hands and you ought to throw your head and your voice heavenward right now and say lord i want to be a receiver Come on, lift up your voice right now. Lift up your voice all across this room. Uh, Somebody lift up your voice uh, and say, God, baptize this place. Ah, come on, come on, come on. Uh, In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God, I pray by the power of the Holy Ghost that you would break down every religious barrier in the name of Jesus. Every barrier of religion. Every spirit of religion. I pray that it would be destroyed by the yoke, by the power of the Holy Ghost that that yoke would be destroyed. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would break down every spirit of complacency. I pray that you would break down every spirit of contempt in the name of Jesus give every believer in this room a desire for more give every believer in this room a hunger for more of you come on somebody lift up your voice right now Ah. come on somebody lift up your voice right now Come on, somebody lift up your voice right now. You're just about there. You're just about there. You're just about there. Somebody needs to lift up your voice right now. I'm preaching to people in this room. You're waiting on me. You're waiting on what's next. But the Spirit is drawing you right now. The Spirit is drawing you right now. The Bible says no man can come except the Spirit draw him. I thank God for the day that I was drawn. I thank God for the day that I felt the compelling of His Spirit. Can I tell you, if you are feeling the compelling of His Spirit, it is a gift from God, and you would be crazy to leave this place without making a trip to this altar. If you are feeling the pull, the tug of the Spirit on your heart, you would be crazy to leave this place without making a trip to this altar. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to turn to somebody near you, and I want you to invite them to come pray with you right now. I want you to turn to somebody near you. Come on, if there's somebody that needs the Holy Ghost, uh, I I want you to turn to them and say, God wants you to be a receiver. Come on, go find somebody. Our, Our ministry team... Our ministry team, if you see somebody that needs the Holy Ghost, go find them. Bring them down to this altar. God's drawing us. God is drawing us. God, Don't let anybody, don't let anybody go uninvited. Don't let anybody go uninvited. Come on, bring them to this altar. Come on. God's gonna baptize us with the Holy Ghost. Come on, come on, we'll wait on you. Come on, we'll wait on you. God's gonna baptize us with the Holy Ghost and with fire this morning. Now, ministry team, if there's somebody seeking God, don't let them stand alone. Don't let them pray alone. Go to them and be ready to lay hands on them just like the Apostle Paul did. If there's somebody seeking God, don't let them pray alone. Come on, get as close as you can. I'm gonna wait a minute more. There's some more that need to come. There's some more that need to be baptized fresh and new. God's not finished with you. You haven't received all that you need to receive yet. alright if you need the gift of the Holy Ghost for the very first time or if you are ready for God to baptize you fresh and new fresh and new with the power of his spirit I want you to lift your hands right now lift your hands all across this room come on if you're ready for God to baptize you for the very first time or you're ready for God to baptize you fresh and new come on He's not going to make you have it. Uh, He's not going to force it in. Uh, But if you want it, lift your hands. Uh, Come on, lift your hands. Uh, There ought to be more than this. Come on, I'm preaching to some religious folk that need a renewing. Uh, Lift your hands. If you need a renewing in the Holy Ghost, lift your hands right now. If you need a renewing of the Holy Ghost, lift your hands right now. There it is, there it is. Uh, Lift your hands right now. Lift your hands right now. In the name of Jesus, uh, God, by the authority of your word uh, and by the power of your name, uh, I pray that you would baptize every hungry heart uh, and every hungry spirit uh, with the gift of your goodness, uh, the gift of your power, uh, the gift of the Holy Ghost. Uh, I pray that you baptize every single believer in this room uh, with the Holy Ghost speaking with other tongues. uh, I pray it in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Uh, Now, here's what I want you to do. Uh, I want you with your hands lifted. uh, I want you to begin to raise your voice in praise right now. Uh, Come on, begin to raise your voice in praise. Come on, there ought to be a praise come out of your lips uh, that drowns out the music. Uh, There ought to be a praise come out of your lips uh, that drowns out the keyboard. There ought to be a praise come out of your lips. uh. Come on, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Uh, Lift up your voice. Uh, Lift my God! If you're full of the Holy Ghost and faith, if you're full of the Holy Ghost and faith, I want you to turn and lay hands on somebody right now. If you're full of the Holy Ghost and faith, turn and lay hands on somebody right now. And begin to pray in the Holy Ghost right now. In In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus come on if you're full of the holy ghost and faith turn and lay hands on somebody right now if you need a renewing just keep your hands lifted if you need a refilling just keep your voice raised god's not done this is only just beginning in the name of jesus that's it praying the holy ghost that's it praying the holy ghost in the name of jesus in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Receive ye the gift of the Holy Ghost. Receive ye the gift of the Holy Ghost. Receive ye renewing. In the name of Jesus. Now there's miracle working power in this place right now. There is no miracle like the gift of the Holy Ghost, uh, but God is able to do other miracles in this place right now. Uh, If you need God to do a miracle in your life, lift your hands high to heaven uh, and begin to lift your voice uh, in the name of Jesus. uh, In the name of Jesus.